G'day guys, what's going on? It's time for First Down Under with Zach and Charlie. It's fast becoming my favourite part of the week, Chaz. Oh, absolutely. We get to sit down, talk some NFL, and there is no shortage of storylines, despite the fact that there are a ton of absolute stinkers over the weekend, mate. Absolutely. I don't think we'll be able to get all this content in and out. We will do our best because it was a week filled with mistakes, coaching blunders in overtime, um, some of our favorite coaches who we had early in the season as first coach fired, really living up to the expectation. Uh, there are a few nice games, a lot of stinkers. I will agree with you on that. Probably six or seven absolute barn burners. Uh, unbearable to watch. But uh, I was really hoping you'd lead in with the, how you doing, Sean? He'd be like, hey, Zach. Oh. But uh, we'll work on that for next week. Yeah, um, yeah we'll, we'll tidy that up. But Zach, the big trade today. Let's get into it. Amari Cooper has been traded to the Dallas Cowboys. What were your thoughts initially? Uh, <laughs> I read the report and I saw that the Eagles were thinking about sending a second round pick for Amari Cooper from the Raiders, a wide mm. receiver. And I am so glad that Dallas offered a first. Yeah, I would well, not want Amari Cooper on my team at this point in his career. He's only 24 years old. He had a couple of good seasons a few mm. years ago. But this guy is not a great player. He might be a good player, but right now he's not worth a first-round pick. I think the Raiders got away with one in this trade, Chaz. Yeah, well, I think in the scheme of Dallas's season where they have no real number one offensive target, I mean, you look at the guys they've got on in the receiving core, I think it's Alan Hearns was one of their guys. He was meant to be. They paid him like it. Yeah, they paid him like it, and he hasn't really done too much. And then he got Cole Beasley in the slot. So I think when you've got those kind of options, Dallas had to make this move. I know you don't back Amari Cooper as as a great young receiver, but I do. I mean, I, I saw enough a couple of years ago. Yes, he had an off-season last year. I think he led the league in uh, in drop balls. Thanks, Charlie. But, uh, stole my stat. When, when Derek Carr's thrown him to you, it, it's a little bit harder. So I think that in, in the context of Dallas' season, they really needed this one number one receiver. And they're now three and four. So for me, yes, they gave a, future, a, a first-round pick, but uh, I think it's what they needed, to be honest. I love how you said going from a crappy quarterback like Derek Carr and now to the amazing Dak Prescott is going to make all the difference for Amari Cooper. I mean, I know they want to replace Des Bryant's production, but did you know that Bryant and Cooper were the only two wide receivers to drop more than 13% of their passes? Okay. That's that's but the replacement they're getting. 13% doesn't seem too high. Was the two highest in the league. Wow, that's incredible. So, I mean, yeah. Um, okay, I know that. But I know Dak's no, uh, no Tom Brady exactly, but... You know, he, he's he's at Derek Carr level for me. Uh, I think he, he, you know, he's got the running game. So what improvement is he going to see a quarterback not to be dropping well, maybe, these balls? But he obviously he doesn't want to stay, stay in Oakland. I mean, it's, 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 it's a, you know, he's, he's made the decision. He has not and made the decision. John Gruden traded it. Ah, oh, so he traded it. Really? I didn't know that. Okay. Players players in the NFL have no influence over trades. Yeah. It is 100% the front office. So okay. John Gruden is clearly clearing house. Yeah. Uh, he's now stockpiled three first-round picks. Mm. Um. Over the uh, since the start of the season, he's got two for yeah. Khalil Mack. He's got one for Amari Cooper. I'm assuming he's bundling these first rounders to get a pass rusher or something. Mm. Maybe trade from another team. Maybe a Khalil Mack. Yeah, maybe a Khalil Mack if he becomes available. Someone not at Khalil Mack level, but a little bit worse, mm. just for um, a long term strategy. But uh, that's interesting. I did read the Amari uh, Cooper. I know he obviously doesn't have a choice, but he did want out of Oakland. He wasn't happy with the offense and how they were they were rolling exactly. So. In a, you know, in a way for Cooper, it's, an, it's a nice result to, oh, okay. end up, to end up in this offense. I remember reading that, so I think there was a level of... Um, okay, so maybe he wanted to get out. Yeah, I don't think he was happy with the with the one and five start on the season. Oh, I don't think anyone was, but yeah, that's definitely something that John Gruden put out a few mm. weeks ago, is that everyone's up for sale, particularly mm. Amari Cooper and safety Carl Joseph. Uh, I didn't know who that is. 
Uh, yeah, he's he was another f- former first round pick of yeah. uh, general manager Reggie McKenzie, who okay. uh, John Gruden just seems to be absolutely clearing the decks of yeah. the Oakland Raiders. Uh, they don't know where they're going to be playing next year. They don't know who's going to be on the team. It looks like it's just going to be a bunch of first rounders. So, I mean, to be honest, mate, I don't completely disagree with you. I think it makes sense for the Cowboys who are in a wide open NFC East to yep. try and make a move. Yep. It's just they haven't had a lot of a lot of luck trading for receivers in the past. Mm. I think they gave up a first rounder for Roy Williams. Williamson. Oh, Roy Williamson. That sounds back, about right. Back in 2009, and he turned oh, wow. out to be a major bust. Okay. Um, I thought it was more like 2016, Roy Williams. I was trying to go through the uh, the archives, but I couldn't, couldn't nah, remember nah. Roy Williams. I think he used to play for the uh, Lions. I mean, oh, the Lions, yeah. 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 Uh, we, get, we get bogged down by the details, but yeah, at the end matter. of the day, uh, I think, uh, yeah, three and four. Dallas needed a, a number one option at receiver. They got it. Oakland, we, we, we know that they're a basket case. And, you know, John Gruden in his 10-year contract is just saying, hey, boys, Let's just let's just scrap the entire old puddle, mm-hmm. old old puddle, old group, and we will uh, we, they, we look to the future. The old puddle, as the old they puddle, say. as they say. I was trying to go with um, playing group, but it ended up with puddle. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, it's good for Dallas, considering the NFC East is such an absolute shit show. Really, that could be the difference between an eight and eight finish and a nine and seven, which I think nine wins almost gets you the NFC East. Oh, at this stage, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, it looks like Washington's in the driver's seat at the moment. Yeah. Philly copping a loss. We'll be talking about that. Oh, we Obviously, we're going to get to all the games, guys. We've got heaps yeah. to discuss uh, and our multis, which was there any luck this week? Well, you'll find out at the end of the show. Uh, you will know. <laughs> so before we get into the games, Chaz, I uh, wanted to roll through a few t- a few players who mm. could potentially be on the chopping block, the trade block rather. Yep. And I'll start with Patrick Peterson of the Arizona Cardinals, one yep. of the better cornerbacks in the league, was premier uh, a couple of years ago, probably still would be on the right defense. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams could use some pass defense. Where do you think Patrick Peterson could land? I think he goes to the Packers. Oh, surprise, surprise. Yeah, I think he goes yeah, to well, Green Bay. I no, think they need, um, they need some experience on that in that secondary. They've got a y- lot of young pieces with Josh Jackson and Jerry Alexander. I think it's the 17th time I mentioned that secondary um, this year, but... I think the Packers would be a perfect fit for Peterson, and it's a Super Bowl uh, potential winning team. So why wouldn't you go to Green Bay? Well, it's more if Green Bay want to pull the trigger. Yeah. Well, uh, they didn't we know that Ted Thompson's been active uh, with, with, with Jimmy G. So I think that, you know, a, a defensive piece like Peterson, I think yeah, the right offer comes around. I think he's, I think he's walking into Lambeau. I know Patrick Peterson has flagged that he was interested in the Saints. Wow. Okay. Which makes a lot of sense. They're five and one. They're yep. an actual contender as opposed to the Patriots. Joining Marshall uh, and Lattimore. Uh, that's sorry, a, that's the, a nice uh, secondary. The uh, the Packers, sorry. Yeah. Um, and they're looking really strong down the uh, NFC South. So yep. that makes a lot of sense. Mm. I think Carolina was another team that was yep. flown out there. Again, I mean, he could really be added to any team. Absolutely. And, and He could gel. Uh, 100%. Yep. He's that kind of elite player. Yep. Charlie, uh, quarterback Tyrod Taylor currently backing oh, up God. Johnny Manziel in Cleveland. Where do you think he could Johnny land? Johnny Manziel. Shit, wow. Wow. Baker. What's his name? Baker Mayfield? Uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Johnny Manziel in the CFL. I was like, does Zach knows his stuff? Uh, Johnny 2.0. No, Tyrod Taylor backing up. Uh, backing up uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, look, really. Colt McCoy. Yeah. I think a perfect scenario would, would, would be like a Jacksonville. Yeah. Because the team, everything around the quarterback is 
is is pretty you know it's pretty functional. I mean, obviously the Jags' defense have given up ninety points in the last three weeks, so this whole Saxonville thing is just pure trash. That's going out the window. Um, but I think that the Jags could really use the services of Tyrod Taylor or uh, a T Rod, as you referred to his name, Tyrod. Oh, Tyrod. Tyrod. Not T Rod. Apparently, um, he's, he prefers to be called Tyrod. Yeah, Tyrod. So I think the Jags. I think the Bills maybe has another go. Around that franchise. Well, um, they need someone because at yeah. the moment they got Derek Anderson, who is the epitome of a warm body at quarterback. I yep. did bet against them uh, very yeah. happily. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go against the two. I was like, they could pull this out. No. You know, the Colts. Derek Anderson? You yeah. think Derek Anderson is going to get we'll, a win? We'll, we'll get into that later. But I think, uh, I think, I think Jacksonville would be a nice option. Hey, last one. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, he's sitting oh, behind Jameis Winston. All the talk of the first couple of weeks of yep. the NFL season. Obviously, the Fitz magic ran mm. out. In Tampa. I think it was week three. Yeah. It lasted two weeks. Two stops at Fitzmagic Express. A couple of hot weeks, though. Yeah. It tore my team up, Philadelphia. Tore the Steelers. Yeah. It gave them a red hot crack. Yep. Uh, where do you think Ryan Fitzpatrick could land, Charlie? Uh, who, needs a, who else needs a quarterback? It's toughie. I'm just trying to think about all the two and four records I know. Or a, or a team that is having quarterback woes uh, that. Uh, yeah, maybe Philly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. They're three and four. I actually, <laughs> no. well, Philly need a backup. I don't even know who's their backup. Nick Foles won oh, the Super that's right. Bowl. That's right. Nick Foles. Super Bowl. Super, uh, Super Bowl MVP. Um, same same as Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Both they've both won one Super Bowl. Yeah. That's so just, basically that's just insulting. They're basically as good as each other. You cannot associate them. I would. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, of course, uh, one of the best backup QBs in the yeah. league. Wouldn't want him to run your franchise. No. Uh, I was actually thinking the LA Rams. As, as a backup, as, yeah. Yeah, because if Goff gets injured, yeah. I think they got Sean Mannion or s- someone like that back yep. there, and yep. they're just not a proven commodity. Yeah, John Skelton, I think. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, someone like Fitzpatrick who can literally hold down the fort for two to three yeah, games. Yeah, we, we need to win three out of the next six. Can you do that for us? Yeah. They can do that. 100%. And yeah. with Sean McVay, I'm just thinking, like, maybe that makes sense. Oh, what we you would look gi- good with Sean McVay. <laughs> Dead set. So yeah. I'm thinking, what do you give up for him? Like a fifth? A, uh, not a fifth, but maybe like a sixth rounder? Yeah. I mean, the other option, of course, as you said before, Jacksonville, who seemed desperate mm. for some quarterback play. Yeah. Any kind of quarterback play, any kind of completion, yeah. um, anything over 20 yards, preferably in the receiver's catch radius. I wanted to say the Giants, but I just don't think they're ever going to give up on No, Eli, Eli I feel no like matter what he does. Good. If Eli pulls out one win in the next seven weeks, that's, that's a couple more years. There may be a parade. Nearly beat, they nearly beat the Falcons today. So For me, there'll be people sitting around New York by the like, Eli's still the guy. <laughs> He's still like, you remember 2011, he started poorly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got, yeah. We got Saquon. That, that, that loss to Atlanta may have saved his 2019 season. I looked at the score. I was like, that, that's another year. 23 to 20. That's a good effort. That it's it. It seems a lot closer than it was. Yeah. Uh, football. I mean, it felt like Atlanta were up 46 to six at one yeah. point, and it they was, always do something like, like that. Yeah. Surprise, Atlanta won a close game. Yeah, Dan Quinn must have really focused on that this week. Has not been their forte so far. <laughs> hey, mate, I reckon we, it's time for us to turn our attention uh, to the games of the week. Week seven in the many. books. Uh, there were not many good ones. Uh, that's for damn sure. Um, we'll, of course, be going through the champagne football, the Yana goods, and the absolute stinkers. And i got to say... It gets a little heavy towards the end. There's not they too were much in abundance. Yeah, not too much champagne football. But Charlie, can you kick us off, mate? Saints at oh, the Ravens. Absolutely. This was just an absolute cracker. One of the most anticipated games of week seven, if not the most. 
The Saints traveling to Baltimore to face the 5 and 2 Ravens. Drew Brees notching his 500th touchdown pass. Brees end zone. He hit it. 500 career touchdown passes. The NFL's all time passing yardage leader moves into elite company even further. All time passing leader and now his 500th touchdown pass. Give the man some credit. He went 22 for 30 for 212 and two TDs. Joe Flacco, your boy skipper, threw a touchdown to receiver John Brown with 24 seconds left on the clock. It was epic. It was a gorgeous touchdown. Did you see that down drive? the sideline. Oh, the whole drive, all Joe Flacco was doing, he, he looked like he was playing in a preseason game. Don't you reckon his, his step backs? When he, get, when he hikes the ball, he just strolls back. I just love like a it. Three step drop and just spiral. Just tight spirals. So confident. Yeah. He looked like uh, the the quarterback that I was hoping to see this year. It, yeah. He looked amazing. He's just hitting all these receivers on the sidelines, yeah. saving the clock. Yep. It's fantastic. It's like a perfect two-minute drive. And as you say, yep. gets the touchdown. All they John need is Brown, a, They're down 24-23. You know, we're, we're looking at overtime here. Justin Tucker, guy never misses. Our boy, he's never missed an extra point in his career. Justin Tucker. Are you kidding me? The first miss of his career, kicking extra points, and it comes at a time. He had made 222 consecutive extra points. That's unbelievable. Misses, and that was the game. I think it was like, I think it's 30 yards, the extra point. Is that right? 35? 35, dead in front. Um, I think. And that was the game. Uh, Unbelievable. He just shanked it. Uh, Completely, he said, this was on me, and he, he took ownership for it. The Saints get a huge road win. They're now five and one in the NFC South, ahead of the Panthers at four and two. The Ravens are now four and three behind the Steelers in the AFC North. And this was a game I think we could finally understand where the Ravens were at. I mean, it was it was a pesky effort. It was a, you know, against a playoff, uh, a definite playoff team. But a pesky uh, effort. They they but they they just showed that they're a good, solid you know ten win team that will probably do nothing come January. Um, so I think. You know, the best team they've beaten was the Steelers, and that was in week four when they sucked balls. So this isn't even a discussion for me. I think they're overrated. And uh, <laughs> Zach, we're now equal in our AFC competition of teams that we thought uh, would really uh, shake up the league. My Texans are now four and three, leading that AFC South, and your Ravens are second in the AFC North. You want to talk about a team that hasn't beat shit. It yeah. is the Houston Texans, who yeah. lost yeah. to, I believe, the one and five Giants, one and six Giants now? Yeah, they won at six Giants. Yeah, yeah, but the Giants needed that win. That was a, that was a big game for them. <laughs> uh, the Texans, they just took a while to get going, but they've, they've, they've won four on the trot. Uh, one of the great win streaks that I've seen in my 24 years. But yeah. uh, it's exciting to see Deshaun get going and the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens, you know, as soon as they play a decent team, it really, it really shows. Uh, I tell you what, it was a tough loss for yeah. uh, Baltimore, and I, I really <laughs> did think that they were going to go to overtime and potentially win. It felt like the... Uh, Momentum was on their side. Joe mm. was playing very well. If they won the won the coin toss, just keep going down and hit John mm. Brown and score another TD. I think they were up seven and seven at one point. Yeah, they were. They, no, yeah. The game really got away from them. Yeah. Um, and I mean, defensively, they did hold New Orleans to twelve less points than they've scored all year. I think the Ravens' defense is still very good. Mm. Uh, it's not over for them. I mean, you know, they're still over five hundred, but in a very competitive AFC North, Jazz. Look, uh, I must admit, I'm a little apprehensive about my yeah, Ravens. They were three and one at one point when you were uh, one and three, and yep. now we're all tied up. It's a long game. It's marathon, not a sprint. A long season. If you knew the NFL, yeah. if you knew the NFL like I did, you mm. would know that. So yep. good to see Deshaun and my boys leading.
the AFC South. All right. We're, we're getting distracted from the game at hand. But, <laughs> James, let's move along. Uh, the Patriots at the Bears get the win 38-31. to Not without an absolutely spectacular finish. Crazy ending. <clears throat> Mitchell Trubisky comes out. Full of swagger. Hasn't thrown oh, yeah. onto a target all day. But says, boys, I'm putting it on my back. I'm throwing the Hail Mary. Yeah. Desperation mode for Chicago. Rush coming. Trubisky steps up. Trubisky uncorks. Deep ball on the way. It is caught. But he couldn't get in. Stopped at the one. The Bears will fall short. It is Kevin White. They needed 55 yards. They got 54. Kevin White makes the only catch of his career. Yeah. But unfortunately, can't get over the line. Uh, they could not send it to overtime. Chaz, I was uh, I was impressed with Mitchell Trubisky. He yep. can't throw a football, but he can run. I don't know if you caught. Oh, my God. Some of that, that touchdown run he had was incredible. That 80-yard run that will only be registered as 10 yards officially. But yeah. he ran like, it was like Madden playing with Vic <laughs> in, in 2004. <laughs> Trubisky spins the other way, looks, Trubisky will run, Trubisky in for the touchdown. As it's say, the guy was just making everyone miss. It was crazy. I, I love watching Mitchell Trubisky because every time he gets flushed out of the pocket, he sort of spins out mm. and he looks like Aaron Rodgers, but then he'll throw the most open interception he can. Yeah. He'll just look for a Patriots player and be like, you're my guy. Unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of the pats dropped it or it hit the deck, but I, I got to say, it just, it's so bizarre. You're like, this guy is in such control. Yeah. And then, uh, man, he's just stinking. Well, you watched that game against the Bucks where they lit him up. I think it was 48 to 10, and he was just hitting every single receiver. And then he has these games where he just completely overthrows guys. Yeah. I mean, they had, I, I think some of the routes, they had Trey Burton, like 10 yards from the defender. And you look at the stats now, he had 50 attempts. He had 26 completions. So they're not 50, uh, 50 attempts. They're not shy of throwing the football. Um, you know, he threw for 333, but he had two picks on the day. But I think, you know, I think the Bears are stiff. They win that game last week in Miami. They're 4-2. They should have won that game in Miami, really, in overtime. But, they, you know, they, they didn't account for Brocktober. And uh, always got to account for Brock Toto. Yeah, it's, it's a deadly month. It's a Brock concert. It's a Brock concert. That's very good. Uh, but the Pats, now they're five and two. Oh, they're in total Everything control. Everything's just going along beautifully. Chaz, is, uh, do you think it's just business as usual for the Patriots? You, yeah. you go you go one and two in September. Everyone thinks the dynasty's over. And yeah. then four weeks later, you're in control of your division again. You look like yeah. you're going to get another playoff bye. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, who knows? You know, you're only one game behind the Chiefs yep. with the tiebreaker. Mm. There's every chance that the Patriots could be the top of the AFC. If the Chiefs drop another game somehow, I don't know how they're going to do it. Gronk didn't play, didn't matter. Um, They were crushing it. Josh Gordon. Oh, yeah. Starting to really make a difference, I think, Chaz. He had 100 yards. Uh, Could have been more. They missed a couple of opportunities there between Mm. he and Tom. I don't know if it was the route running. Mm. I I always doubt that Tom is missing players. That chemistry will come as the season progresses. Absolutely. They're only a a few games in, but he's... He's sick. I love watching him yep. play, but um, I think it was the Bears' special teams that cost him the game because you give up a 95-yard kick uh, return to Corderell Patterson. Yeah, it's all of all people, Corderell Patterson. That's I mean, just devastating. Uh, it really hurts, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Corderell Patterson Cord- did have a fumble, Corderell? though. Corderell? Corderell. Corderell? Uh, Corderoy. I think it's Corderoy Patterson. Yeah, that's right. Cord's um, Patterson. Cord's Patterson. Yep. 
and a block punt that resulted in a touchdown as well. I mean, the, yeah, the, yeah. Any, anytime that happens against the Patriots, you yeah. just know that that team's not going to win. That's your omen. Y- exactly. You cannot yeah. make mistakes against the very yeah. buttoned up yeah. New England Patriots. Uh, it's interesting now. I mean, we got we got to appreciate James White and what he's doing for the Pats. I mean, he had two touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns. He was just incredible. He's just like their playmaker in the backfield. You know Brady's going to go to him that many times. Yeah. Little bubble screens, little gorgeous little passes. Well, I was um, worried about losing Dion Lewis for yeah. his Patriots team, but yeah. uh, I mean, Jimmy White. Yeah. They lost, oh, they lost Sonny Michelle in this game. Yeah, really that's a huge good. loss. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have to sign one of their old white running backs. Yep. Rex Burkhead still I think they'll call Rex Burkhead, or I think Danny Woodhead um, oh. was, was around during OTAs. We'll see how that plays out. Moving on to our, I believe this is a champagne football game. Look, this was well, up I for had debate. It champagne football. Uh, I, I thought I thought this is more of a yeah, nah, good game, but yeah. I'll, I'll let you take it as a champagne football. Yeah, this sure. is definitely okay. a champagne Great. jib. Uh, the Carolina Panthers traveled to Philadelphia to face Eagles in a potential NFC playoff matchup. Both of these teams, I kind of like as a wild card. Um, Zach, you're a little hesitant about this one last week to chuck it in the multi when we were constructing the infamous. Uh, Infamous five-leg jobs. I was nervous. Yeah, you were nervous. I was very nervous about a Carolina team that lost to the Redskins. Yeah. A game that they probably shouldn't have lost. I think Mm. they're a better team than the Redskins, but I feel like they're not as good as Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. but they needed a win. Yep. Carolina needed a win. Philly's still figuring themselves out. Hey, they needed a win too, but when you're up 17 to zip at the end of the third quarter, you reckoned uh, at home. Yeah. You reckon you can hold it down? Exactly. Well, I was just going to correct you on that. They're actually, yeah, Carolina were down 17 zip with just under 11 minutes remaining in this game. Hostile territory, but Panthers QB, Cam Newton, held his nerve, orchestrating three straight touchdown drives after pretty much punting about eight times in a row. It's unbelievable. It was absolutely comical. I couldn't believe it. And leading this Carolina team to a massive road victory in the context of their season. Yeah, oh, absolutely major. And a massive home loss in the context yeah. of Philadelphia's season. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it feels like all these home losses that we're copping, the same one to the Vikings. It's, they mm. just, they hurt. Yeah. They hurt a lot because yeah. the identity of this team is 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 just absolutely missing. Yeah, I'm not going to let you go on this. For Philly, Car- QB Carson Wentz made error after error in the last minute and a half. They had the ball in the red zone down 21-17. On third and two, he throws an incomplete pass to a receiver in double coverage. Um, you know, that ball was almost picked by newly acquired Panther safety, Eric Reed, who mm. I like a lot. He challenged Malcolm Jenkins in the, uh, in the pregame. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Colin yeah. Kaepernick's stance. So there's a bit of, bit of bad blood. And then Wentz on fourth and two, surrounded by three defensive linemen, just throws a prayer. doesn't even get the ball out. He fumbles on fourth down and two. The Panthers recover. I'm off the couch. And, uh, the Carolina, the, the Carolina, Zach, I tell you what, the Carolina, the, the Carolina, that bus, the Carolina bus is moving. It is well and truly, uh. On route. I get it. One hu- yeah, right. okay. I got yeah. it. The yeah. Eagles just making lost. sure you just making sure you got it in the end. <laughs> it was Philly, a tough loss. Philly are three and four. Three and four. Yeah. You know what? So that's win loss, not loss win. I got it. Thank you, Charlie. It was tough. Yeah, I, I, my my, my uh, things here is finished with that. How concerned are you? Uh, the Eagles? I want to touch base. I want to make sure you're okay with what you're saying. I'm very concerned, Charlie. Yeah. As I should be, right? Yeah, we're under 500, and yeah. uh, we have a must-win in London, of all places. Mm. Fortunately, we're going up against Blake Bortles, potentially Cody Kessler. I'm not 100% sure on that. I think you'd rather play Bortles. I think Cody, you would, Cody too. looked all right in the fourth. Oh, it was... Uh, Texas were lucky in the other quarter. <laughs> it was very lucky. Yeah, he's coming for him. Watch out. Throwing a few little sleds at D.D. Westbrook. <laughs> Cody. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, well, obviously, there's cause for concern. Yeah. You never want to get to a point in the season when you're looking at the schedule mm. and you say, okay, I just need my team to go 10 straight wins yep. and we should be pretty comfortable from here. Yeah. What do you think it is with Philadelphia? Because a lot of the roster is the same. I mean, they added Michael Bennett on defense. You know, everyone kind of thought in the preseason, this, this, this team is even better on paper than what it was in that Super Bowl winning year last year. So what is it exactly that you're seeing? Well, I think, I mean, a lot of games in the NFL come down to a coin flip. Mm. And we're losing a lot of the games that we won in the same fashion last year. Yep. Uh, but it just feels like we're not as physical as we were last year, Chaz. Mm. It was all about the defensive and offensive line. Mm. And we'd had LeGarrette Blunt last year, Jay Ajayi to really like go for smash mouth football, yep. hit him where it hurts. It made Carson Wentz better. Yep. It made Nick Foles better. It, it gave us this flexibility on offense uh, that allowed us to drain the clock at the end of these games as well. Because when you're up 17 zip with 11 minutes to go, mm. you should be running the ball. But we don't have that bell cow in the backfield yep. at the moment to hand to. I think that's yeah, a real a issue. JJ is a big loss. A ma- major loss. And we yep. don't have uh, LeGarrette Blunt either. Yep. Uh, so I don't know. I just feel like we've either got to trade for a running back or, or do something because mm. – uh, Look, the defensive line probably isn't as stout as it was last year as well. Mm. And it, it felt like last year we had two head coaches. Um, everyone was raving about Jim Schwartz's defensive mm. schemes. Doesn't seem like they're as strong mm. this year. I don't know if people have figured them out. Or yeah. every team is just playing as hard mm. because we're the defending champs. Yeah, exactly. There are a yeah. lot of factors, but yeah. that's what I'm kind of putting it down to. Yeah. Because I think Carson Wentz has played generally pretty well for a guy coming off an ACL tear. Yeah, I think, I think just being, you know, I was being a bit of a prick looking at those two plays. Carson Wentz has been really good. Um, really uh, he's been, he's been really good, uh, that, you know, we, we should have a, we should have an account of those. We should have a we, tally. We, we will have a tally of um, voice breaks and voice breaks. Cause I, I'm leading the charge, but I think, yeah, I think Carson Wentz has been playing pretty well and look, you, you are three and four. Yes. But you obviously in the NFCs, which is incredibly, incredibly volatile. And I, I still think Philly will get it together. I still actually have Philly winning the division. Well, I, I mean, I do too. Just mm. looking at the schedules. Uh, I just kind of, I can't see how the Redskins can win the division with Alex Smith and Adrian Peterson and Vernon Davis. I just uh, refuse, it just doesn't gel with me. refuse to believe it. Yeah. But it, I mean, at the moment they're in the driver's seat mm. and who knows with Amari Cooper and uh, this new uh, Dallas team. I mean, they showed their colors against the Redskins. Yeah. And we'll, absolutely. we'll, we'll talk we'll, about that. Yeah, we'll touch and on that. And that's the team they are. And I'm not yeah. obviously the, I mean, we're Giants, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. Philly's not out of the game. They're not out of the game at all. But it's not even a matter of winning the division. I'm, I'm looking at this team and thinking, we're not going to go far in the playoffs the way we're playing. So what? But I know. think you are the, the type of team that if you get a wild card, you can do anything. Absolutely. Wentz can just go on absolute tear in January, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him. I tend to agree. Uh, and by that logic, we'd have to have been playing well to make the wild card. Yep. So you, you could have a bit of momentum behind you. Yep. If we can turn things around, get a win against Jacksonville, at least I think 500. You, I, if you can score 14 points, you'll get a win against Jacksonville. Well, uh, in, in London, though. We know Blake yeah. Bortles plays well in London. He That's does a like real London. Stat. Yep. Um, they do send all the bad teams over to London, mm. and Blake Bortles has found a home in Wembley Stadium. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. <laughs> they, they love him as much as Wayne Rooney over there. Giving the Raiders a nudge. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, we'll see. obviously, cause for concern for Philadelphia. I think it's time to move on. Uh, to the Yenna Goods of the Week. Um, obviously, Monday Night Football. Mm. Surprise has made Yenna good. Probably really didn't deserve surprised. to be there. Probably didn't deserve to be there. We <laughs> wanted to just briefly talk about it because it was Monday Night Football. Most recent game. People want to hear about it's fresh. it. fresh. Exactly. The Giants uh, visited the Dirty Birds, the Atlanta Falcons. Went down 20-23. to 23. 
Chaz, I'm watching the game. Eli looked frustrated. Odell Beckham looked frustrated. Pat mm. Shermer looked frustrated. And in a way, you enjoy it, don't you? I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. It's like watching Dallas lose. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I can't get enough of it. I watch Giants losses forever. <laughs> Put on the highlights. <laughs> Just watching that team fall apart. Yeah. I mean, Live. It's awesome. Odell had a great game. Uh, Booger McFarlane, the guy sitting on the sideline. Uh, oh, great. Yeah, one, of, one of the great boundary riders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, uh, he called out Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, he called him a diva because he didn't piss his pants on the sideline. Don't worry about Odell. Nothing but a bathroom break. What? You know, back in my day, Ted, we, we would do that on the sideline. I didn't need to go to the, to the back for that. We just kind of sit down on the bench and you, you do your business and move on. That's what Bug, we did. Bug, that's too much information. No, it's, no, it's not. No, seriously. No, listen. Listen. All these, di- these diva wide receivers wanted to go to the bathroom. As a defensive lineman, we didn't go to the bathroom. You sat on the bench, did your business, and you got up. The other point I want to bring up about this game, because it's it's obviously a huge um, a huge game between two teams that look to lose both of their respective divisions. Mm. Has ESPN, do you, do you think they listened to Jason Witten talk before I don't they think hired they, I don't think they did a sound test. I, I, Whatever, I, what do you call it in radio? An, they, uh, an air check. An air check. I don't think, I think there was an air check. Uh, I think I, they were literally like, we need someone. We need a warm body. Yeah, we need a Dallas Cowboys player. We need a Cowboys player. It's not going to be Jeff Heath. Yeah. Someone it's not going to be Miles Austin. It's going to be no Sean Lee. <laughs> it can't be Sean Lee. Imagine if it was Sean Lee. ESPN would be undefeated. They'd win the Super Bowl. Absolutely. I think ESPN would win the Super Bowl yeah, if they had I Sean think, Lee. I think Jason Witten, he's pretty hard to listen to. I think the other caller, I don't know his name, who's with him. Jason, no, no. Ja- Tim? Tim. Whatever. Yeah, Tim. They're, they're, they're both terrible. Ah, um, there's just no chemistry between yeah. them. I don't care about each other. And, yeah. and, and Jason Witten, I don't know if he's taking a couple of hits to the head. I don't mean to take that <laughs> I think he should have been putting in concussion protocol before the season. Uh, just one of the lines from last week, which we missed, was San Francisco cannot kick themselves in the foot like. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just like, come on, man. Yeah. Is he trying to get the Tony Romo excitement voice? He's just got no chemistry. But look, the, the game's over. The yep. Falcons won. Yep. And who knows? With these Falcons. The Falcons are two games behind the NFC South. Another team for me that I think can really do some damage. Wait, are they three and four? Yeah, they're three and four. Yeah, right. So, two two you know, and a half games. Two and a half games, sorry. So I think they can really do some damage if they get going. Uh, for the Giants, looking at the receivers, Sterling Shepard at 167 and Odell 143. That Panthers secondary. Uh, a bit of Swiss cheese. Oh, um, there were some receptions in this yeah, game. Yeah, unbelievable. That's for sure. Unbelievable stats. Uh, moving on to Eli our Manning, next. 400 yards. Yeah, give, start, him, give him yeah. a go. They're one and six. Moving on <laughs> to the next. Yeah, now good. This was one of my favorites. The Cowboys at the Redskins. The Dallas Cowboys, led by the Clapper, headed to Washington for a crucial NFC East matchup against the Redskins. The three and three Cowboys. I can't believe I'm saying this. Had an opportunity to lock in the number one seed in the NFC East with a win, uh, just showing the quality of that division. <laughs> but of course, they didn't do that because that would make them relevant, and that's just not their style. Redskins QB Alex Smith was game managing at his very best. He had 178 yards passing off 14 completions for a TD, no picks. As bland as they get, if he were a chip flavor, he would be original. <laughs> Zach, I wrote that up. That's pretty. I strong. thought about that. Were you, I thought about that for a lot. I was laughing at it. We we hoping for in more the study from last night. I was hoping for more from you, <laughs> but you, you're a little bit tired. This is what no, happens. No, so no. If you heard that in the morning after long back, you'd be pissing yourself. Oh, I would be yeah, on the floor, you'd mate. You'd be off your chair. But, <laughs> but the uh, the real star. For the Redskins was all day. Our boy. Adrian Peterson. Oh, can't we say enough? I mean, 
I love how the Redskins are clearly building for the future with Alex Smith, Adrian Peterson, and Vernon Davis, their key three pieces on offense. <laughs> but Vernon Davis, the pension fund, he, yeah. he, he's a star. He, 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 oh, he had a he's great, a workhorse. They all had great seasons in 2012, and I yeah. think that's what they were looking for he in was this huge. 2018 regular season. He was season. huge for the Niners. Oh, big that, that Saints Super Bowl run. Playoff. Yeah. This is why I just can't get too concerned as a Philadelphia Eagles supporter. No. There's a game like this where you yeah. see uh, a couple of teams that, that really are not that competitive. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a terrible division. Yes. That's for sure. It is. Uh, all day, Adrian Peterson had 99 yards off 20, 24 carries, just turning back the clock. Dak Prescott, the you'd, Dallas quarterback. You'd be spewing not to have 100, eh? Yeah. No. Like, just give me, the just give me an extra one. A, a bloody sneak. Uh, I watched the game. Dak Prescott, every single play is the, exactly the same. He, he hikes the ball. He escapes the pocket after like a two-second collapse and just runs for his life to gain like two yards and yeah. just get blindsided by DJ Swearinger. It's pretty uh, painful to watch, but Dak's just taking hits nonstop. But I guess you have no option when your best receiver is Cole Beasley. Prescott finished with 273 yards for a TD. Zeke Elliott had 33 yards rushing off 15 carries. Well, I guess they said to themselves, we are shutting down Zeke. Yeah. We are not letting him do anything. Well, throw to you all. That's probably why they traded for Amari Cooper. I didn't see yep. the stats for this game. Mm. That makes sense. They're probably thinking, all right, if people shut down Zeke, our yep. offense is dead in the water. Yeah. We need someone to sling the ball to. And Cole Beasley is not enough. Exactly. And Alan Hearns uh, ain't doing anything. The Cowboys actually had a chance to win this game miraculously. Dak drove him down to the 32 yard line, setting up a 47 yard field goal. With three seconds to go, they're at the line of scrimmage. Dallas gets a snap infraction penalty, whatever that is. I've never heard of that before. Uh, neither have I. The clapper is devastated. He's asking the ref for an explanation on the rule. 52 yards to try to get it to overtime. Brett Maher. It all rides on his toe. And the kick is Oh, It hits the upright no they lose five yards. The kicker misses from 52. He makes the distance with ease, but he hits the upright and bounces off. Just a perfect Dallas finish. I can just imagine Stephen A's face when this happened, how glorious that would have been. <laughs> I would have paid a lot of money to have a beer next to him and watch that game live. The Cowboys are three and four, and the Skins have the division lead at four and two. Skip, is the Cowboys' season cooked? Oh, absolutely not. Not in that division. They, they can keep going. They're, they're bringing in Amari Cooper. You were just, you, you're looking at me with a confused face, Chaz. But I didn't know Amari Cooper was traded before I wrote, before I, you know, kind of pulled these notes together. So oh, okay. they're now, they're now with Amari Cooper, I, I probably haven't went in the division. Are you talking about, <laughs> we're talking about a guy who hasn't had a good game in two years who has been completely healthy and playing. He was a good player in 2016. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's what they need. So is Carson it's Palmer. It's what they need. Cole Beasley. <laughs> not getting it done. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, I'm just, uh, by sheer luck, they are in yep. the NFC East. And, of course, they're going to be competitive because that's just the way it is in this division. Yeah. Uh, whoever wins it. Because they're a pack of hacks. Exactly. NFC East. Honestly, at this point. Yeah, yeah. you're right. So, yeah. they're uh, in it. But I think uh, Jason Garrett will do everything he can to make sure they don't win. <laughs> he's, he's doing a great job so far. Uh, good win for the Jay Gruden. At least one Gruden's getting it done. Yeah, we forget about Jay Gruden. We just forget he's doing a great job over there. They're great brothers. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, before we move, oh, no, I'll try to get first coach fired up. But um, oh yeah, we'll have a we'll have a, we'll have a look at that a bit later. Well, Chaz, let's uh, head over to London where the Titans played the Chargers. Yep. So they're over in London, mm. and thankfully. Everyone's new. It's like the first time they've been on a neutral field all mm. year for these Los Angeles Chargers. They mm. took on the Tennessee Titans, who have been pesky 
all year. They've gotten some tough wins. They've suffered some tough losses. And they've got a head coach who loves to go for it. Mm. Old Vrabel making things happen. But it was the Chargers who got the win, 20-19. to Chaz, Melvin Gordon was out. Didn't matter. Chargers have blown a lot of games like this before. But these are a different LA Chargers. They absolutely are. I can't believe it. When I was following them uh, before I switched across to uh, the Skins. Before I moved to the Packers, uh, the Chargers and this was just after they, the Seahawks. They, right? they were notorious for these kind of games. Anytime you knew the Chargers were within about seven, whether they were up or down, no matter how long was left on the clock, they would blow this game. They'd yeah. find a way to do it. The other team's just going to score one. Yeah, point they're going to score. They're just going to they're going to find a way. It'll be a missed PAT or something. But the Chargers, they are five and two. They're getting these close wins. I'm loving what I'm seeing. I think this Chargers team is going to go very deep in the playoffs. I think Philip Rivers Whoa. is due for a run. He's a future Hall of Fame quarterback. And I think that in, obviously the Chiefs leading the division, but I love the Chargers. Probably my number three seed in the AFC. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, provided that the third best team in the AFC, but they're probably going to end up being the fifth seed based on divisions. Yeah. Because those bloody Chiefs. So unless something happens to Mahomes and touch wood, mm. um, I think it's obviously going to be the Chiefs who win the division. But the Chargers are going to be right there. They're going to oh, have yeah. the same record, if not close yeah. to, right? It's, at least at this point. They've yeah. only lost to the two best teams in the league. Absolutely. And now they're sitting at five and two, very comfortable. Yep. Um, it was an ugly win, but it's my favorite kind of win. Absolutely. Like as a fan, if you see your team just irk out mm. a sh- like a, just a crap game of football and yep. come away with a W, doesn't matter. You exactly. feel you feel great. Yep. Um, hey, credit to Mike Variable. He's got balls. Uh, they just don't end up in the end zone. Of course, unless they're playing Philly. Yeah. And they just managed to... And they convert every fourth down imaginable within about 30 seconds. That's and, that's what they did. And, and score TDs. Yeah. Uh, no worries. No, uh, uh, great to see. I think it's good for the Chargers to get a win like this. It's mm. kind of a season-defining... Not a season-defining victory, but it certainly... Uh, gives, gives them a, confidence. Gives them confidence. Yep. Gives them more of an identity. We're yep. gritty. We can get these wins. We're not the Chargers of old. Yep. And they did it without Joey Bosa, Melvin Gordon, two of their best players. Joey um, Bosa's back in week nine. Thanks, Moving Chase. on to our next game. Possibly the funniest, most catastrophic game of the year. The Browns visited Jameis Winston and the Bucks on Sunday. The Bucks pulling out a dramatic win Oof. over Cleveland in overtime, 26 to 23, on the back of my boy Chandler Catanzaro, a 59 <laughs> yard field goal. I had to read read the <laughs> NFL.com to figure out who he was. My boy. My boy. What's his face? <laughs> Been following him since the college <laughs> college games. Kicking a 59-yard field goal, the longest field goal in overtime history. Here we go. He gets it off. Did it hook in? It's good. It's good. He made it from 59. Look at that face on Baker Mayfield. Can you believe it? Take a bow. <laughs> this it? game, yes, yeah, the longest field goal in overtime history. Overtime history. Yep. So, well, okay. still pretty big. Still, yeah, it's, the, no, the, it's, the, a, it's the, a big the cl- kick. The clutchest of kicks. Yeah, very clutchy. Yeah. Right. After I'd rather have the longest. I'd rather well. have the longest field goal in overtime than regular. I don't even give a shit. Well, you, but I'd rather you have the 70, longest. I don't care if you kick seventy-four in regular season. I kick the longest field goal over time history. Okay. In week seven, at the Bucks. Your boy. Your boy. This game could have been over much quicker with Catanzaro missing a much easier forty-yard field goal in regular time. Um, but just said, you know what? I know the Browns' OT form. <laughs> I'm just going to give me a little dagger from 59 instead in overtime to give uh, give us probably the best meme of 2018 with that Baker Mayfield reaction. Yeah, that Johnny Manziel, hey? <laughs> yeah, Johnny Manziel, your CFL boy. Uh, it was the Browns' fourth overtime for the season. Second loss in overtime. 
And listen to this, Zach. Hugh Jackson, their coach, their leader, yep. is now 2-10-1 two, two, in games decided by three points or less since 2016. Wow. you got to feel for this guy, dude. I, I don't mean, feel for him. Yeah, I do feel for I don't him. Know, isn't he, doesn't that just mean he's a shit coach? Because most games are decided yeah. by one possession, right? Yeah. Well, it could be the penalties, which is discipline amongst the playing group. They gave up a hundred more than 100 yards in penalties. But doesn't that come from the coach? Because I know that Bill Belichick's team did not give up a penalty mm. against the Bears. Well, I have, I have an emotional connection with Hugh because I watch Hard Knocks. Right. Uh, so you care about So I actually care. I know his family. I know what his daughters do. I, I, I like him. Yeah. So I find it hard for you to say this about a guy that I've gotten to know quite well. Shay, how many wins does he have in the past three years? Two. Okay. Good. Just want to make sure. <laughs> three. Three, I think. Three. Yeah, they beat their Chargers. Beat the Chargers a few years ago. Yeah, who are now Three five wins. and two, <laughs> which tells you a lot. He beat he beat the Chargers in 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 2016. Charlie, let's let's get to shake and bake. He finished with 234 yards, two TDs off 23 23 or 34. James Winston actually had zero TDs um, in the win for two picks. Um, one of the highlights definitely though was uh, Bucks coach Dirk Cutter who is slipping down the leaderboard to be first coach fired this season with that win. Wow, um, yeah, I think, I think, does that he, mean that Hugh jumps ahead Hugh of him Hugh would jump to loss? pole position and, and Jason Garrett is a firm second. Um, yeah, Clapping his way all the way to second place. So I just don't think he's looking good Jason for Garrett's getting fired. Yeah, I just think the Cowboys are so poorly run that yeah, they're, they're just like, ah, oh, just keep him, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's a warm, again, warm body. Yeah, anyway, Dirk Carter, he threw a challenge flag in overtime, which is, you're not allowed to do that. Um, at all. So <laughs> no instant replay can be challenged in overtime. Uh, so, which is against the rules. So you don't really challenge a call uh, in that situation. And I just don't know how the Bucks locker room would be feeling with the coach not knowing the rules. Well, if I'm a fan, I generally want my coach <laughs> to know the rules. Uh, yeah. In a, in a perfect world. Does, does that mean, uh, do they get penalized for that if he throws the flag? I, I don't know. I think it was, a, I think he did him a favor because it was to cut her in the box. He just said, just, just, just put it back in your pocket. Put down the flag. He said, your foot was on the line. <laughs> if you don't know that, if you know that you're not allowed to do that, just put, yeah. put away the flags. No, don't, don't, don't be giving yourself the temptation. Zach, the, the Browns, uh, unfortunately, they're two, four and one in the AFC North. That is as tight as you are when it comes to buying beers from BWS. For the record. Wait, sorry. What tight as I am? Yep. How's that make sense? I said, no, in the NFC North division. Oh, which is as tight. To which my is story, very tight. Which is as tight as Zach when it comes to buying beers to BWS. Oh. For the record, we needed beers before a house party <laughs> on Saturday, enough for three guys. And instead of buying two six-packs of VB, Zach bought a six-pack and three individual beers <laughs> just for a lower price. You can find Zach's financial tips on <laughs> imacheapskate.com. That's imacheapskate.com. Chaz, Zach. Aside from that, amazing. I'm reading the Barefoot Investor, and aside from he that, said, he said, if you can buy nine beers <laughs> for twenty three dollars or twelve beers for forty dollars, <laughs> it just makes financial sense. Yeah. Okay. It was a special. I was going to take advantage okay. of a special. Give me a break. Okay. Uh, aside from that amazing story, are the Browns out of playoff contention an, with this an, loss? What an analogy you gave before, too. Oh, strong. Uh, yeah, the Browns are out of contention. Ah, shooting done. down my shooting down my conclusions. I think the Browns can still make it. They're two, four, and one in the most competitive di- division in football. They're Chaz, pesky they're not, AF. They're, they're not they're, making it. They're peskier than Baltimore, I'll tell you that much. I mean, what they've got to do to make the playoffs is leapfrog Baltimore and probably Cincinnati as well. Getting a lot of negativity from your end. What do you think? Do you think they're still a playoff team? Your boy Hugh I Jackson think at this is stage in the from, season is gonna go is gonna go from I, I think three this, wins I think in this, three seasons to make it the playoffs from here. 
It's not my best question. Let's move on. No. Next game. All right. Strong stuff from Chaz. Let's uh, let's move along to the stinkers, mate. And there were plenty of them. Wasn't that gonna... the stinkers? No, that wasn't a stinker. That was, uh, that was yeah, nah, good. I mean, that's a competitive game. It's got everything you want. A long field goal. Two coaches oh. desperate not to get fired. One which absolutely will, despite Charlie's best wishes. Chaz, let's, uh, let's steamroll through these ones. We've yep. got uh, the Rams at the 49ers, which was oh, the geez. Sunday night football game. Frost. Great call on NBC's behalf to flex that one out of there. Um, we've said this a few times, Chaz, but the Rams can beat you in a lot of different ways, right? Yeah. Scoring 40 points is probably it's a, the only one. It's a really good one. Um, but uh, CJ Bathard, he was sacked seven times, unfortunately. That's a rough one. Uh, and the LA defense caused four turnovers. Gurley. It was in Todd M- Gurley. MVP form. Well, the as Rams a touchdown. <laughs> He's third of the day. Three on track for thirty, <laughs> I think, and I really hope he gets MVP. He's one of my favorite players, man. I, might, I love the way he plays football. He man. might be a running back. Uh, four sacks for Big Aaron Donald. Jesus, he's a bust. An absolute first half showcase for that defense. I love it. He is a bust. Strong word for that. Pause. I was waiting for a better word than that showcase. It took about five seconds. What but was, what was you like? I what think. Would you prefer? Uh, <laughs> Beat down. There's a chippy room today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very chippy. But no, it was a great performance. Uh, exactly what we expected from the Niners. Ten total points in four quarters of football. Well, I'll give Bethard a go. He he put up a he put up a pretty good showing against your team mm. last week on Monday Night Football. I mean, I think yeah. he was open for Sunday Night Lights. Yeah, that's the thing. He, exactly. he was getting he was getting ready to go. I he can't threw believe him off. Yeah, I can't believe he didn't get two primetime games in a row after putting up thirty against the Packers mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers just. Etching past him. Yeah. Well, Obviously, the uh, Rams prove that the 49ers are not a real threat and yeah. that the Packers are, uh, are the cheeseheads for a reason. Their defense is Swiss. Great stuff. Um, the Packers head to LA next week for a classic week eight matchup. Wow. Be great to get, see the Pack put them get, in their place. They're going to get. And absolutely. Aaron Rodgers just say, It's my neighborhood. Waxed. It's I, my neighborhood, Jared Goff. I wonder, are they young the, blood? Are they the biggest? Don't reach young blood. Are they the biggest underdog next week? The Packers. More, yeah, are they are they bigger than like the Bills or anyone? Uh, uh, we'll, we'll have to check we'll, that we'll out. That. In, uh, we'll do that in lines. Yeah, when um, we when we when we talk about but, our multis. Uh, the Rams. Do you see them losing a game? Yeah, they've got to lose a game. If it's not, if it's if not, it's like a week sixteen where they just rest their players after fifteen and zip. Absolutely. Yep. Sean I see Mc- that happening. One hundred percent. I'm I'm with you. Sean yeah. McVay didn't play any of his starters in the preseason. He's yeah. not going to risk their injuries. Yeah. Them getting injuries to to go sixteen and zero. I don't think he cares about that shit. He wants to win a Super Bowl. I think we need to do a whole podcast on Wade Phillips Appreciation Society. He's a bloody good defensive coordinator. My lord, wherever he goes, he's got he's got a lot of good pieces. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah, that defense is stacked. But you know, Denver twenty fifteen defense. He's now got this defense. It's pretty I'm impressive. Saying. I'm just saying. Two, okay. from two. He knows what's up. It's two, it's two. two. It's two good defense. I mean, he, it's he's, not just one. It's two. Yeah. He's like 100 years old. He's had a lot of years in the league. So, let's, <clears> you know, it's all relative. Give me 100 years. I'll give you a couple of good exactly defenses. Right. Mick Malthouse. Uh, moving on to our next stinker. Just let me get it up. Um, moving on. Your, your, your pick, really. There's a few. Oh, Jesus. There's just... Uh, Luck of the draw. Oh, let's go with Bills at Colts. Oh, yeah. Uh, the barn burner. Oh, I can still uh, smell it. Yeah, the barn burner that is the Bills franchise traveled to Indianapolis against the 1-5 and five Colts to prove that they weren't the worst team in the league. <laughs> that title is being tightly held on to by John Gruden's Oakland Raiders. Bills QB Derek Anderson, who was named the starter this week in replacement of injured rookie Josh Allen, did his best 
Nathan Peterman impersonation. <laughs> he threw three picks and no touchdowns. I swear he saw Bill's coach, Sean McDermott, walking up and down the sidelines saying, you know, I thought we got rid of Peterman. Did someone get rid of Peterman? Maybe he Did was someone thinking, send in the email? Maybe the he email? was thinking, let's get Peterman back in there. Yeah. <laughs> let's see what he's got. <laughs> that would have been amazing if he yeah. benched Derek Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Just called him at halftime. What are you doing? Uh, and Peterman sent him back out there. Yeah, it oh, was inc- three picks. That's a rough one. Yeah, it was incredible, uh, incredible showing from Derek. Um, the Bills didn't score a touchdown in an hour of football, and that Oakland group has the as the worst team is getting a fair nudge. Hey, they scored five. Was there a safety? Yeah, there was a safety. Ah, I think Andrew Luck just uh, was texting his girlfriend or something, saying hi to his mum in the crowd. I mean, I know that they're up thirty-seven to three. I think I know Andrew Luck through. Four touchdowns, but I expect more from him than to give up a safety. So did I. Uh, it was it was it wasn't all doom and gloom, obviously, with uh, the Colts looking like the Peyton Manning era Colts putting up thirty seven, and the Colts incredibly, although they're two and five, they're two games behind the division leading Houston Texans at four and three. Uh, I would not sleep on the Colts. Do not sleep on the Colts. Yeah, mate. if you're going to do anything this season, do not sleep on Indianapolis. If you're gonna, if you're going to have a snooze, exactly right. Don't let it be on Andrew Luck. Absolutely. You think about putting your head down yeah. on his beautiful chest? You, you want to get you, that extra minute, to extra ten minutes of sleep? No, no, you no, do it. No, no, because that is probably it is the worst division in football, right? Absolutely, by mile. Like I know oh, the NFC, NFC is NFC isn't West. great, and the, the NFC, NFC, but the West. NFC West have a potential Super Bowl yeah, winning discrepancy, team. Yeah. Yep. Whereas, uh, if it was just seeding yep. as opposed to division winners making the playoffs, yep. there's no way any of these teams no, would make. That's the playoffs. true. Yeah. Uh, so they're just lucky that they're in the division that they are. And well, I'd love to see the Colts rally from two and five. They could bank to, they could to come out with a cheeky nine and seven. Yeah, and I, can, I can see it. Yeah, couple loss to the Chargers uh, at home in the yep. first round of the playoffs. Absolutely, they lose like forty five ten. Yeah, I can see it now. Yep. It's beautiful. Yep. Anything, anything else to add there, Cheers? Uh, that's all really. There's not much else to discuss apart from the fact that this this Bills team. Wow. Uh, well, is, yeah, Sean, wow. is Sean McDermott first coach fired? We'll check the odds. He, he's got to be. He's got to be short, right? Like yeah. I know they made the playoffs but last I think year. Everyone's but... just like they're so shit, and whoever uh, Bill Belichick could turn them around. Yeah. They're like they just leave the Bills out of there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the Bills are who they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, imagine <laughs> being a Bills fan. <laughs> it's be We've already discussed that in yeah, the previous podcast, it's, but it's terrible. It's terrible. You feel bad. Charlie's Bengals at Chiefs. This is what. NBC decided to... Oh, you're done, right? I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say stinker as soon as I heard you say Bengals Chiefs, but I, I saw the score. Yeah. It, it yeah. stank. Continue. It absolutely stank. They replaced uh, the Rams and 49ers and pretty much came up with the same result. At mm. least Patrick Mahomes. Patty Showtime mm. Mahomes put on another spectacle. Better word. Are we, are we, are we happy with that one? <laughs> are we feeling, feeling good about... Spectacle have I passed? Um, obviously, uh, he's just a beast. 358 yards, four touchdowns, 28 of 39. Kareem Hunt also had a day out. Three touchdowns, 141 yards. Man, they're fun to watch. But oh, yeah. at this point, I feel like we're becoming a little desensitized to how great they are because it was a shitty game of football. Uh, I don't think the, the Bengals really came out to play. I don't know whether it was because they were under the lights where yeah. Andy Dalton has typically uh, shriveled. And maybe they're looking at NBC and saying, hey, you shouldn't have flexed us out because if we were the third game on a Sunday afternoon, we, we could have pulled out a win. Exactly. But because the, yeah. the pressure was on the Bengals now, Marvin Lewis. Uh, oh, I don't know. What are they falling to? Four and three now? Yeah, four after and being three. one of the sort of early darlings of the year. Yeah. 
Cop okay. another loss, four and four. It's a similar trend with the Bengals. We always see it. They, they, you know, they challenge some mediocre teams and win, win some games they have to win. And then when it comes to the big time, they just completely, completely falter. And, and you know, we went through the lines last week on this one. I think the Bengals were plus six and a half. And I was like, I don't even like that. I'm not going to touch that. I was going to go the Chiefs at minus six. I think I actually did have Chiefs at minus six and a half, which did get up. But looking at this game, you would not think it's a 35-point margin. I just couldn't believe how bad the Bengals were. Um, well, it's good Chiefs, bad Bengals. It goes to yeah. show just how good the Chiefs are, that yeah. they go up against a team that we presumed would be a playoff contender mm. and absolutely whacked them. Mm. Just- you know what's so frustrating? They, they they pound on the Bengals, and it's still in the back of my head. All I think about is the, they, they didn't beat the Patriots. And, you know, it's going to come down to, you know, they play these, they win these massive games in the regular season, then come January they're playing the Patriots in New England in an AFC Championship game. If they're hosting an Arrowhead, I think it's a completely different story. Yeah. But if they're going to New England for an AFC title game, there is no chance for me. I wouldn't say no chance. I mean, they almost, yeah. they all, like, but I, but I, I, I know it's Based you on Patriots history, I'm saying that I would be stunned if they go to New England for the AFC title game and pull it out with Patrick Mahomes, I such agree. a young quarterback, despite the way, the level he's playing. I'd at. just be looking at more of a Andy Reid versus Bill Belichick history and saying, yeah, yeah I, I tend to agree with you. I think, it, yeah. you know, if, if that is what it comes to, AFC showdown yep. for the championship, winner goes to the Super Bowl yep. in Foxborough, yeah, the yep. Patriots are still going to win the that The Patriots matchup. got Arrowhead. Whole different kettle of fish. Where they do the chopping thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what their thing is, but it was it was loud yeah. in our Stadium. I yeah. tell you what, I don't know how they kept them engaged for three quarters of absolute. Oh, I know how they got engaged. Their quarterback threw for four touchdowns. They scored forty five points. Yeah, that, that, that'll keep me interested too. Yep. Jazz, let's move along. Let's move along, shall we? Moving on to the Lions at Dolphins. The Detroit Lions. Ah, oh, the Brock uh, Show ended early for the Brock Show. Traveled to Miami for their edition of Brocktober. The Lions getting a massive road win, thirty two to twenty one. The Lions have put three solid wins together. They've beaten the Patriots. Uh, that wasn't in, con- in concession, but I'm saying against tough opposition, they have beaten the Patriots, the Packers, and Dolphins, and now become a nice little dark horse in that NFC wildcard playoff race. Uh, Matt Stafford's looking pretty good. He's had 217 yards and two touchdowns, 88% completion percentage, 18 for 22. We don't normally see that from Matt Stafford. Yeah, we normally see like your 35 from 50 on a job. And he had a lot of long balls that yeah. were caught by... Golden tape. Big chunks of play. 60 yards. Yep. He's, uh, he's starting to put it together nicely. And Kerryon Johnson, Detroit Lions running back, had 158 yards off 19 carries. He's a special player. For Miami, Brock Tober had a pretty decent game, 239, two TDs. He played pretty well. Yeah, he played all right. And uh, ex-Patriots receiver Danny Amendola was the Dolphins' leading receiver with 84 yards and a TD. The Dolphins are 4-3. and three. Still one game behind New England, but one game only. It's pretty incredible to think, considering how the Patriots have gone the last couple of weeks, the Dolphins are still one behind, game, one game on. Is there a world where the Miami Dolphins keep Brock Osweiler in? Because I can't really remember mm. Ryan Tannehill lighting it up earlier no, in the season. No, he hasn't been playing well enough. And obviously, this injury, I don't know the severity of it, but it sounds like if Brock Osweiler keeps playing like this, throwing these 240-yard games for 22 completions, I just think... It's hard. To, it's hard to take him out of the game. Well, I mean, you know, he's playing a couple of touchdowns, no turnovers. Yeah. Uh, that's what you want. Yeah, you're competing. How'd you say the Detroit Lions may be competing for a wild card spot? Do you think they could be competing for the division, Chaz? I still like the Vikings. Okay. Um, I'm not. I know I can see your face there. The the pride. I mean, not saying the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Um, I've seen the Green Bay's next five. We're not going to get into Green Bay yet, but I think that the Lions, if they can string it together, they've got enough good players. Matt Patricia seems to know what he's doing, which is incredible. 
Um, based off of those uh, first few weeks. Based off of the first few weeks, exactly. I completely can this team, and it's it's really a bit of humble pie. Um, talking about the Lions as a wild card option, but I think the Vikings at four and I think they're now five and two. Four, two and one. Four, two and one. I just think they have too many weapons. And they'll win that division. Well, speaking of those Vikings, mate, uh, they travelled to the Meadowlands to play the New York Jets, and they looked a lot more like the Vikings of old, the Vikings that we saw in 2017. They get the win uh, very strong. Uh, Kirk, what's his name? Cousin, cousin. Kirk Cousins. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. He's making things happen. Latavius Murray doing a great job at RB for the Vikes. The defense is looking much better. Adam Thielen. Oh. Can we say enough about this, dude? He's gone seven straight games with 100 yards receiving. It's an NFL record. He's tied with a few other blokes. Unreal. I think he might be the best receiver in football at the moment. Absolutely. Cannot disagree with that. I think he's on pace for the most... Uh, receiving yards in the season or maybe most receptions close to close, close, to, bo- to, close to both yeah and he was a, in my multi and he delivered you had him for seven seven and a half receptions he over seven and a half over seven and a yeah. half you said he'd have 11 Chaz I, did, I said it yeah I did say that he had 11, he had 11 exactly the so, oracle yeah the oracle uh, that's why I'm on the show and I <laughs> think that yeah he's just he continues to amaze especially the fact that he's white I think it would just be an incredible achievement to even go close to a receiving yards record or receptions record in the history of this beautiful league, uh, to the final game. Oh, I wasn't done. Okay. I was just quickly going to say, it, it, yeah, no, I'm done. Whatever. Yeah, you're right. Uh, there's yeah. not really much more to say. We've already talked about the Vikings and done lines thing. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, they, they, they played them through the whole game, and the Jets' hot streak has come to an end, but it doesn't matter because the Jets look good enough to compete in a few years' time. Exactly. Moving on to our last stinker. There's and- two more. <sighs> yes, there are two. Moving on to my last stinker, and it was an absolute Barry Crocker. It was a Thursday night game. The Broncos traveling to Arizona to face Josh Rosen and the Pesky Cardinals at one and five. Uh, the Denver defense just absolutely dominated this game. I think they had two pick sixes in the first half. Yeah, it's pretty funny uh, to watch. Of Josh Rosen and Case Keenum. He didn't actually do that much in the end. I think he had like a hundred and... I think he had 161 yards for a TD and a pick, and they still won 45 to 10. Um, this was just a terrible game for the Cardinals. They are a basket case. And I hope any player which has an ounce of self-respect gets out of there or demands a trade because uh, it's just there's there's no upside for this team. Well, we said it last week. We're going to say it again. Poor Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Oh God, I feel for him. God, one of the great for legends for the le- of the league. Yeah. One of the greatest players to ever grace the and one of the guys you just love to watch. He mm-hmm. seems like a dude. Kind of looks like Lenny Kravitz. A yeah, bit. a little bit of that. A little bit of that. Uh, An American woman. Home me. Great guitarist. Uh, best. Yeah, Fitzy. Uh, I mean, I don't think I don't think they're going to trade him. Doesn't make sense. He's a he's a lifer. You don't mm. see many of them in the league. Uh, he's been with the Cardinals since what 22, 2003? 2004? Yeah, around 2004. That. Yeah, I feel like it's yeah. Um, I'd love to see him be traded to a contender though. I, know. I, I don't know who. Packers. Uh, Packers. <laughs> Charlie. Everyone wants to go to the Packers. <laughs> Clearly. Um, obviously, Patrick Peterson no, I think, wants yeah, to uh, get so out of there as well. It's so do I. He's a great but these guy. Are, these, are great two, guy. these are two teams that still aren't great. Uh, Von Miller, before the game, came out and mm. said, uh, mm. we're going to kick their ass. Mm. And, uh, wow, that's bold, Von. Wait, wait, Especially really... against the cards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, just stack the deck against yourself. Uh, you, you better rock up. You better. Um, we won't, I think that's probably enough for a Thursday yeah, night. Enough. We won't that's give it much more. Forty-five, ten. God, what? A... I no joke. Snooze I sat first. down on Friday after a few knockoffs. Watched six minutes. 
battle to get through it. Normally, I just can sit there and watch any football game. I, I could not watch it. I watched four weddings and a funeral. Wow. That says I it all. I watched four weddings in exchange for Keenan versus Rosen. Well, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, enough. it's a great movie. That's a rough one. Hugh Grant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. anything Hugh Grant in the 90s. My yeah. God. Notting Hill. Jase. Forget about it. Over. Chaz, last game of the week. Texans at the Jaguars. Uh, Blake Bortles. <laughs> oh, Blakey. <laughs> oh, Blake the Flake. He is back to classic uh, Blake Bortles. And to be honest, when you look at his season at a whole, this is exactly who Blake Bortles is. This is who he has been through his whole career. Yep. He has one standout game. Mm-hmm. Basically, the, the Jaguars Super Bowl when they beat the Patriots in uh, week two. Yep. And, Everyone and, thinks, and they just talk about last year's game against the Steelers in the divisional. That's all yeah, I think of. There's two that, games. Absolutely. And yeah. since then, this team has absolutely fallen apart. They're, what, three and four now? Mm. Um, desperate to get a win next week against Philadelphia. That's actually a must-win game for both teams. It's and I think grim. Uh, whoever whoever loses that game, is, is playoffs are done. Yeah, I think I really I can't see Philly losing this game. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Blake Bortles plays well yep. under pressure in London. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Blake Bortles with the fumble, uh, that was his last play before being mm. benched. For Cody Kessler, who we all know is, is one of the great relief quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't get it done, unfortunately. Uh, they, yeah, the, the Bortocalypse. That's not bad. Uh, I'm just trying to find something. Flake Bortles. Flake Bortles. Bortocalypse is, is yeah. happening. Jalen Ramsey um, taking subtle shots at his own he did. I heard quarterback that. After, the, after the game. Yeah. Well, he did talk shit about every quarterback in the league except his own. I think it's about time so he, he had to, about... He had to make up for his own mistakes. 100%. Instead of defending his quarterback. I mean, maybe maybe Derek Anderson, Josh Allen are worse, but I, yeah. you've got to think Blake has been he's, the he's up there. worst quarterback so far. Yeah, absolutely. He, he's he's a, 6 for 12 for 61 yards. Strong contender. Um, Cody Kessler did a great job. 156 yards, TD and a pick. Could he, could he start in London? We don't know. We don't know. Chaz, let's talk about the Texans who get the win. It's 20-7, to 7, your team. They're on a four-game winning streak. Feeling good. Feeling very good about themselves. Yeah. Feeling themselves. However, Deshaun Watson, you probably all heard about this by now, bit of a weird one, couldn't fly to Jacksonville. He had to take a bus because his offensive line has given up so many sacks and he's taken so many hits that he can't fly. Thank God mm. Houston weren't playing in London. Yep. Because otherwise, absolutely, he yeah, wouldn't. He wouldn't be. Still be driving. You'd be sending Tom Savage. He yep. would have had to take a boat. I don't yep. know how they would have got him there. And I yeah, don't you understand. Can you can't drive there for the fans. I, I don't understand how you can't get on a plane, but you can stand on a football field. Riddle me that, Chaz. I don't know. You know like, but, but the physios nowadays are so good, and they know. <laughs> they know more than we do. So Maybe they, let's, let's let's back him in. But don't 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 you reckon they could have taped taped him up before he got onto the uh, Airbus three one three eighty three eighty. The Airbus 3180, one of my favorite vessels in the air. But I think, uh, I don't know, man. It's a mystery. Uh, whatever whatever those physios are doing, it's working. They're on a massive four-game winning streak. And uh, a huge Thursday night football game they are hosting. So who'd they knock against. off? They knocked off the Colts? They beat the Colts, yep. They beat the Bills. The Bills. Uh, the Jags. And Jags. They, had, they beat um, someone else really Really solid. Another, another, another. I think it was like the, like the Jets or something. Oh. Uh, so they hold. They have, but they have to deal with Brocktober uh, this Thursday night in Houston. So that'll wait, be. No, wait, who? Oh, Brocktober. You yeah. kidding? You got Yeah, Brocktober's coming to town. God, the apocalypse so never that, stops exactly. for this poor Houston <laughs> Texans team. Oh my so it'll be God. interesting to see how they go whilst your Ravens are at Carolina. So book that in for another loss. 
Wow. Woo! Fucking great result. Uh, Chaz, uh, it's time for us to uh, have a punt. Yep. As we do on fourth down. No downs really anymore, but uh, as most teams do on fourth down. So Mike Rabel, big ball Mike Rabel. Dude, let's say a quickly review last week's multis. Uh, you and I both had a sniff of a win. We did. We were very close this week. Oh, we were giving feeling us, good. Giving us a lot of confidence heading into the second half of the season. I think we're really understanding, uh, as I said in week three, the intricacies of the multi-game. Where, um, where'd, you, where'd you get up? Where'd you fall down? Yeah, so I had I had another five-legger for an odds of 25-41, but with my power play, which Sportsbet continued to give me based on my form, uh, bumped it up to $30 odds. So that was a $150 return. And uh, I was pretty excited, to be honest. So I woke up Monday morning, uh, pre-gym sesh, just had a look at the cheeky little gander at the results. My first leg, the LA Chargers playing the Titans in London. I had the Chargers at minus six and a half. The Chargers winning by a point, ruining the multi altogether. I mean, the that's really leg. all that you need. Yeah, the and first leg, it, if I didn't have that, if we go on to my next results, I had the Pats at minus one and a half. They beat Chicago by seven. So that's the first one. I had the Rams at minus six and a half. They won by 29. So comfortable winners there. Chiefs at minus five and a half. They won by 35. So now I'm three from four. And I had the Falcons at minus four. And they won by three oh, today. So okay. luckily it didn't come down to the Falcons because I would have been fuming. <laughs> so, been but a very mood. good week for me. Three from five. You know, we were starting one and five pretty consistently. Two from five. And now three from five. So I'm feeling good. You got to see this trajectory is going well, man. Yeah. I went four or seven. Uh, back to Philly in. On a couple of different bets. Went the over. Yeah, so nuffy. 45, which, so uh, enough. which was bad. And went Philly outright to win, which we were looking pretty comfortable with 11 minutes to go. I thought, oh, we, we could be on here. Uh, and then Carolina starts scoring. So I'm thinking, well, yeah. we're going to hit the over as well. Yeah. And then Philly, unfortunately, could not get the chockies. The chockies. Uh, went all right, though. Bet on Adam Thielen to have over seven and a half catches. Uh, boys. Oh, yeah, boys. Uh, bet that... Um, the Patriots and the and the Be- and the Bears would both have more than two touchdowns, mm-hmm. and I bet that the Cincinnati Bengals would have more than two touchdowns. Sorry, yeah. more than one touchdown. Yeah, I wish they did not. Yeah, so a bit of a stitch up there. Stitch up. And uh, there, there, I think there was another. I think I had the Colts to win outright and Pats to win outright. Yep. Still, so, four from seven is pretty good. Something like that. It was. I might not have had the Bears touchdowns in there. Might have been someone else. Anyway. Yeah. You got to be happy with that. Whatever, mate. You know, we're we're killing it. We're yeah. War war. Warren Buffett. Exactly. And Steve Jobs. Yeah. Of gambling. Two of the greats. Two. Who have we got this week, Chaz? Who have we got this week? I am avoiding the lines pretty much altogether. I'm taking your advice, Skip. Yeah. Uh, Lions, Seahawks. I think think we just stick to what, you know, it's a pretty clean slate of games in terms of games pretty easy to pick to win. I think Lions would completely stuff you over. But I think uh, looking at this, I've got an eight leg multi Eight leg. Uh, I've got a pr- pretty chuff with it because the odds are insane. It's about $41. I've got the Bengals just to beat Tampa. They're hosting Tampa Bay. That's that's a guaranteed. I had it at minus four, but I said I'm going to stay, steer away from that. That could be a field goal job. Uh, Jameis Winston could orchestrate some magic. So I've got the Bengals to beat Tampa in Cincinnati. I've got the Chiefs to beat the Broncos at home. Broncos, yep. That's a gimme. I've got Philadelphia to beat the Jags in London. I'm not going to go the line minus three. This could be a close one. Could be a safety job. I've got the Bears beating the Jets in Chicago. That's to win. I've got the Dolphins at Houston Thursday night. That's the win. Patriots at the Bills. That's a gimme. Rams beating my Green Bay Packers with ease. Didn't want to go near the line, though. And I've got Detroit hosting Seattle for the win. Total odds of 41 for eight. I thought you were going to stay away from Detroit. I think, yeah, but if I take that out, 
Imagine that's like 180 return. Like it's 20 bucks gone. So I think uh, maybe I'll take that out. And oh, that's only $20 odds now. That's 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 but with power play 24. So it's still $120 return. So I'll take that. I'm not. I think I'm playing. See, I like what you've done here. My only concern is if you if you Thursday night it doesn't get up. Yeah. Your week's ruined. Yeah. Of foot of football gambling. Yeah. But do you honestly think Deshaun has an answer for Brock? I haven't put a lot of thought into yeah, the Miami-Houston game. You can't game. say it with confidence, can you? I'm not sure how these Dolphins travel. <laughs> uh, and the fact that Deshaun Watson doesn't have to sit in a bus for 13 hours lets me know that okay. he may get a bit more game prep. Yeah, if I take the Dolphins belt. out, it's now a $29 return. But if I have the Dolphins in, it's a $120 return. Right, so you need it's for the power play. <laughs> So get, get the Dolphins in there, mate. Just, get the there. Just back him in Brocktober. Yeah. We're feeling it. Got it. It's the Brock show. Yep. Mate, I had a, I had a similar feeling. I haven't locked it in yet, um, but I'm going the Steelers money line over the Browns, KC Chiefs over the Broncos. I'm going to ride the Rams till I die uh, with a win there, and uh, the Patriots over the Buffalo Bills because you just can't see them losing. And then to yeah. spice things up, I think I might also jump on the Cincinnati Bengals bandwagon. All money lines. I can't bet the I can't bet the handicaps. I, I'm no. absolutely stinking yeah. at that lately. So yeah. I just want to get a win for the team. Yes. And we'll get there. We will. We're very close. I can feel it. Oh, I can smell it, mate. I can smell the jockeys. Uh I think I think we it's much better to go fix this week. Everyone listening, go with fix because I think the odds, the lines, they completely stuff you. Even there to total total points over under steer clear as yeah. well. It's dangerous. Does sports bet no. They know the, the wackiest numbers they can give you. So just don't trust them. they got metrics for this stuff. Yeah, exactly. We're not, we're not, I'm not smart. they got analytics. they got data. Yeah. Just know, just bet the bet the games. Yeah. Bet the games. <laughs> it's now week eight, and we're saying bet the games. Now, just so you know. Three words. We have not won a multi. And we, this is not gambling advice. No. This is really, if anything, um, two men desperately pleading for any advice you might have. Yes. Yes. So, uh, hit us up. Well. First down under. Hey, Chaz, I reckon yeah. that just about brings us to the end of the potty. Yep. Any final? Another great week. Um, passing comments. Just excited to see another great week of coaching, um, particularly down the Bucks way. Obviously, the Cowboys have the bye, so I will not have the same level of humor. Marvin this Lewis, week. Marvin Lewis, Dirk Cutter, a cheeky double. Yes. Uh, coach got fired. Hot seat. If, there is, if it ends in a tie, seat, potentially both, mate. <laughs> both, mate. Yeah. <laughs> but no, another great week lined up, mate.